Hello and welcome to another episode of Swear By It. And uh, I'll just say, you can probably hear in the background the tones. Uh, well, that's that's one of our sons, Arco, uh, who is now 18, nearly 19, about to do his final exams at school and is um, taking one of his friends in his class through some English stuff. So he's actually teaching one of his friends some English before the exam. Um, and we're going to zoom back now to when he was three back in 2004 and uh, him and his brother, uh, Leone, he had us three there. It's the first year of our retreat. Uh, we've opened in July 2004. We've moved from London. We've packed everything up. We've gone over in a motorhome. We've gone backwards and forwards for a couple of years renovating uh, a guest house on this huge hill in the Italian hills in Le Marche uh, near Urbino and so yeah we've opened we're getting uh, half a dozen guests every week and I what I said last time was it was well the intention as as well as the normal the lots of different intentions for doing this bringing the boys up in in Italy in a healthy place uh, in the countryside um, in uh, also Gaia's home country, Gaia is Italian, and uh, to live a, a healthier life, to do different things, to be teaching people relaxation, uh, just to live a lovely, gorgeous life in the hills, uh, a very much more natural life was the idea. And a big intention for me, as I mentioned last time, was to get better, that I'd been chronically sick for years. Uh, allergic to everything and just not well most of the time trouble sleeping and I thought I knew well I knew that relaxation and the practices my favorite practices of qigong and tai chi and meditation were really helping but I got the feeling that probably wasn't helping doing a pretty stressful job and living in the the uh, pollution of London actually lived on, on a main road in Tooting uh, for years. So I was guessing that that wasn't ideal. So also the uh, I seem to, the sunshine kind of suits me, the dry, hot weather. So the, the idea of going to Italy, living in very pure uh, countryside, and we, we chose a place where there were, it was 100 acres, 100 acre hill, and um, f- full of woods, covered in woods, and the woods were mainly pine trees. And I learned from a Qigong teacher and healer that I was working with years before. Well, learned. She'd said to me, find a pine tree or two and go and do Qigong next to the pine tree. Because pine trees create, generate more energy uh, than other trees. And uh, that's hard to I'm sure that's hard to demonstrate scientifically. Uh, But what I did find out years ago was that they do produce more oxygen than other trees. So either way, Qi or O2, um, they're pretty bloody good for you, these pine trees. So we we move into the middle of a hill full of pine trees. Actually, also in the middle of a blue zone. Uh, The north of Le Marque is uh, what's called a blue zone. Um, like a Sardinia, uh, and that that's um, they're called blue zones when they're when they find that people live a long time. Uh, so 
um, and they and then try to work out. You know, people in white coats wander around trying to work out why these places are so healthy or why people live so long in these places. Um, so it's you know it can be to do with the water, to do with the air, to do with the diet of the people, how much exercise, how much they're walking around. Um, also about uh, community, so so uh, where, whether people are close to their family, to friends, how people support each other. There's a lot of factors, uh, but um, it seems that you know the the clearly nature is important. How people live their lives in the north of the market, it is very uh, there's a um, there's not that much in the way of population where we were living and uh, a lot of people would at least until quite recently work on the land so they're outside the diet is is pretty good and uh, i'm guessing as well the red wine uh, probably had something to do with it people drink a lot of their own homemade red wine um so yeah this i thought my i didn't didn't know about the blue zone when we moved over there but learned later this place so healthy and so for so many reasons I had great hopes I was pinning pretty much all my hopes investing all my um, as well as all the money we'd invested all my desire this great desire to be better and to be well I was investing it all in this move and as I said last time over that summer yes it was hard work but I got sicker I got really sick after a couple of weeks and then over the summer I just wasn't getting well I was you know my my allergies were the same uh, I didn't feel very well so I wasn't sleeping great uh, my skin wasn't great so uh, I was still the same as I'd been in the stressful job in the middle of London in the pollution and there was a point um, in September so uh, towards the end of the summer where I remember being in our room we lived in the guest house we had two rooms in the guest house on the ground floor and uh, I, I was in our room on my own and I wandered from the room into the bathroom there's a tiny little bathroom under the stairs um, and uh, a bright yellow bathroom and I stepped down into the bathroom a little step down and I was thinking what the hell is going on here? I, we have done all of this. We've come out here. We've invested all this money. We've really pushed ourselves to make this completely new business work. Something we had no experience in. It's been such a push. And, you know, we've packed everything up. We've come over here. We've, you know, relocated the whole family in a different country. It's like everything. We've changed everything everything and I was doing it it was so important for me for my health and here I am just as sick and if not more sick and I was kind of despairing and um, I'm really down I was really really down you know what what have I done what have we done what have I dragged the boys and Gaia over here to do I mean Gaia was always she wanted to do it but it was you know I was really really certain and with the intention of doing this thing and so I felt very responsible and I was you know I was really down about it um, and I looked in the mirror uh, at my probably tired drawn face and 
and yeah, I was, I was, I was really down. And and then I, I there's a kind of moment of this, just in this, kind of going, oh, oh, oh. And then I don't know what, I don't know what happened, but something turned, something switched, and I went, well. Well, in the end, things things aren't so bad, you know. This place is amazing. It's sunny every day. It's, I mean, it is a it was a gorgeous place. It's a gorgeous place. You get to swim every day in a saltwater pool and doing meditation and qigong on this hill and in a teepee and guiding people through, helping people to relax and you know sitting around. And, chatting to people over dinner, Ital- lovely Italian food and sitting around a campfire at night singing songs and, well, that's pretty good. And my God, I'm so lucky because of, I mean, Gaia, married to Gaia, she's like my soulmate, she's so beautiful and I adore her and a boy's, you know, three-year-old twins, Arco and Leon, it's like, oh, my heart, just imagining them now, <laughs> just singing them to sleep at night in that room uh, the just complete darlings of my you know I was completely totally in love with them um, so I'm with the beautiful family in this amazing place and the business is starting to work you know it's actually we're going we're moving and this is going to this is going to work you could see it was going to work we had enough people in the first year this is going to happen and and God well I'm not that ill am I I'm not you know I don't I can imagine a lot worse illnesses, a lot more difficult symptoms. You know, I, I, I'm okay. I, I don't feel well, but I'm okay. I just have to relax more, maybe do more chikung. But in the end, I'm okay. It's not terrible. It's not awful. These are not terrible symptoms. It's not a terrible disease. I am okay. And Christ, why don't, why don't I just give up on the idea of it, of being well. Uh, and I, I really said, fuck it in that moment. Fuck it. I, let's just forget this thing of, I'll only be fine when my health is fine. I'll only be okay. I'll only be happy when I feel fully, completely, purely better. And as I said that, as I, as I said, as that stuff went on in my head, the little fuck it conversation, and I really did feel the fuck it to the idea of putting off my own happiness until I was well, which is a really familiar thing for years and years. No matter what was going on in present, I'd always be kind of going, oh, just if I was well, I could really be happy. If I was well, I could really enjoy the moment. It's like, well, I'm Maybe I'll never get there. Why do I have to wait and put this off? Why don't I just live now? That was my feeling. And I felt this huge weight lift off my shoulders. And and I really felt a lovely sense of relaxation. Uh, Probably a relaxation, like a really kind of relaxation that you don't really feel very often, uh, which is a kind of, it's a big mental philosophical life meaning thing when the real big things happen and the big insights happen it's like my whole being relaxed it's like oh I don't have to get better to be okay fuck it I can just 
I can just live now without this aim all the time. And uh, so, yeah, that was it. Can't remember the next bit. Probably wandered out, had a chat with people and uh, life carried on. But I, in my head, I felt better. Uh, My body was the same. My health was the same. But in my head, I felt huge relief. And I kind of got on with living. I kind of got on with just enjoying myself. Well, I'm probably not enjoying myself as usual. Every moment of our lives has its different stuff. So it would have been the hard work and the challenges and the arguments and the swimming in the pool and the trips to the sea and the lovely stuff and the hard stuff and the lovely stuff and the challenges and the difficult stuff and the gorgeous and the and the grateful and the and everything that's what it is that's kind of what life is and that's what it was but I wasn't doing this thing of like oh it will be okay when I'm better ah wow and within a couple of weeks I was actually feeling better a bit better I just felt better in myself. I can't remember the details, but I just knew that I was getting a bit better. Maybe my skin was a bit clearer. Maybe I was sleeping better. But I just knew that I was a bit better. And within six months, uh, by the next spring, I was what I would regard and regarded as completely well completely healed um, well in a way that I hadn't been since I was uh, young since in my, in my early teens maybe um, so I felt great I was relaxed I was sleeping I was full of life I didn't feel sick uh, yeah, I just felt relaxed or you know if there was a stress I'd feel the stress then I'd relax I wasn't constantly aware of uh, of how I was in my body or the kind of shakiness or, or itchiness, whatever it was. I was well. I was completely well. Now, I'll say, I mean, underlying, I was still allergic to stuff or food. I foods. I'm guessing if I'd eaten a, a nut or a piece of fish, I would have still had an allergic reaction. In fact, I got to put that to the test over the following few years because I did start to try things that I was less seriously allergic to, like peas, which I've been allergic to since I was three, and I found that I could eat them. I tried mushrooms, which I've been allergic to since I was three, and I found that I could eat them. I actually found I didn't like them, so I didn't eat them very often, but I found that I could eat them. And so uh, I actually also, over the years, uh, had bits of fish and bits of nuts and it well it didn't kill me clearly I'm still here but I didn't seem to have as serious a, as a, a reaction as I would have uh, before I think uh, but anyway if you if you're allergic to some stuff and you and it's mainly food and you don't eat it you're well uh, so I was well I was well that summer spring 2005 and oh my god 2005 was amazing uh you know, I'd, I'd, I'd given up on the idea of being well, but my God, when I became well, it was amazing. It was totally amazing. And um, I had just had a fantastic summer in this total relief of, ha, huh, 
I'm well. This is just marvellous. It's kind of all those years what I dreamt of. It kind of was that. But uh, but my learning was that I really did have to kind of give up on the idea of it in order to allow it in. And it was a big fuck it, I said. And I mean, over the years, and I am, uh, this is clearly years and years later. And I was I was sick, really pretty sick for, for years, for, mm, I don't know, 20 years. Uh, I had a patch when I was younger, when I was better, 10 years or something. But from the age of 17 till uh, whatever age I was, 2004, um, uh, late 30s, I was I wasn't well and since then so late 30s to 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 now in my early 50s I've been pretty uh I've been well almost all of that time uh little little patches where I've not been so well that's for a couple of months but generally great health in terms of the symptoms of allergies fantastic health um so and over the time over that time as well the tension would come back there if I did start to get a bit sick. I go, oh no, I'm getting on. I'm going to be sick again. I'm be sick again. Oh, but at least I enjoyed three years of being well. At least I enjoyed five years of being well. At least, uh, and then I get sick. Eight years. At least I've enjoyed eight years in my life of being completely well. I was. I'm very grateful for that. So I'd I'd be tense, but also grateful for for being well for so long. And that's kind of past a bit now. Uh, in the. Um, I know if I if I if my health does deteriorate a bit, there's certain things I have to do to slow down, calm down, uh, eat better, uh, exercise more, do a lot more qigong, and I tend to get better again. But um, in the end, wow, wow, fucking wow! It has been amazing, and it was a totally huge breakthrough for me to do that fuck it to to getting the most important thing for me my greatest desire and this is very zen as well and the zen is hard to understand uh the idea of in order to get what you want you have to give give up on it uh, it just kind of seems a bit stupid doesn't it but i kind of really understood it i explored i explored this in the the book that I wrote in 2005, 2006, the first book called Fuck It, The Ultimate Spiritual Way. Uh, I look at it in that and I, I, I will talk more about this. I need to close this one soon. But it's in the end, even though it seems stupid, it's quite obvious in the end why when we're so set on something and so determined and so tight about it in the end, so uptight about it, uh, you know, the focus of it is like, I can make it, I can do it, I can be well, I can be successful, I can make a, I need, I can, I can make, uh, find a good relationship. That tightness and tension is kind of the last thing you want in life to allow things to work. And I know this from Qigong. Things work when the energy flows. In fact, we're well when the energy flows and our life goes well when the energy flows and the energy doesn't flow from tension not in the body and qigong teaches this and not in our lives and life teaches us this life can teach us if we're willing to listen that when we go i can do it i need to do it i can make it i can oh i've got to try harder just do this just do that just be more determined it's like ah 
doesn't work or, or can it can work can work with extreme hard work and determination things can work but uh, and I do lots of work around this in retreats workshops etc yes it can work but we tend to end up exhausted it's not particularly pleasant life to lead it's not particularly pleasant for those around us when we live our lives like that so uh, my uh, the, the proposition here is that we can actually achieve the same no more achieve more in whatever we want uh, but through relaxation through a kind of letting go and even that that can even include uh, a kind of letting go of the thing we most desire the thing we want more than anything else in the world i do believe that in order to really pull it into our lives and to really manifest that thing we kind of we have to let go of it in some way in some part all right i've gone over a bit what i wanted to do but excites me talking about this this was a really freaking key moment in my life and uh it's good to talk about it it's emotional to talk about it and i hope that uh seeing this rather extreme dramatic example of how letting go and saying fuck it about something even so important to you can really uh create amazing Results. I uh, hesitate to use the word results here. There's a great result. I'm completely better. You know what I mean. I will see you, hear you. I won't either of those things. I'll be with you in the next podcast. Bye-bye.